All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm gonna leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. I'm going to do a spoiler-free mini-review of Chunking Express. This is one of my favorite uh, foreign films. It's an amazing Chinese film from the legendary director, Wong Kar Wai, who's done some excellent, excellent films like Happy Together and In the Mood for Love, as well as many others. This could be his uh, most entertaining film, for sure. I think that it's so much fun, so sweet, so endearing, but also it has like great drama to it, has some, some action. So it has pretty much everything you want in a movie, romance, really highly memorable characters, terrific performances from all the actors, and just all around, what an amazing, amazing movie. And it has great reviews. So it has an 8.1 rating on IMDb, a 78 on Metascore for Metacritic, which I think is like way too low. Out of 178, that's pretty silly. And then Rotten Tomatoes score. It has an 89% for a critics rating and then a 93% rating for the audience. So clearly audiences and critics both love this film so much. And it deserves all the praise it's gotten. It didn't. It was not a very profitable film. It only made 600000 in the U.S. and um, just a few million in China. But it has become a classic and it's regarded as one of the best films in Chinese cinema. Wang Kar Wai is the best filmmaker in China's history, uh, he's made uh, In the Mood for Love. It's one of my favorite movies as well as this. But In the Mood for Love is just the production of it is is what really sets it apart from any of uh, other of uh, Wong Kar Wai's films. And if you love um, anything with like romance or even gay romance, I highly recommend you check out his film Happy Together uh, about this this couple of men. It's really a really terrific film. But happy, but um, Chunking Express there's no movie like it. It's so unique and so original. Uh, it's such a fun, entertaining, unpredictable film. And part of the reason for that is because Wong Kar Wai, oftentimes he doesn't have a fully finished script when he starts shooting and he kind of just like lets the story tell itself as he's filming and he'll like figure out what to shoot like tomorrow by writing it today. Really awesome way of 
like improv improvisation combined with the, the filmmaking and the production of it, which only someone like him and his caliber could pull off. And there's a lot of great stylistic, artistic choices in the production of this. He uses a lot of great, really great slow shutters for action scenes, which means that like if you see a movie and the at, and the movements get very choppy or a little blurry, um, it's not slow motion, but like it's just jumpy, not jumpy, but choppy. Uh, that's because it's a low shutter, so the filmmaker will drop the shutter to either like 12 frames per second or even lower as opposed to the normal 24 frames per second. That way, less basically less photographs are taken per second for that for that moment of footage. And then it's not the, the movements aren't smooth, but they're very choppy. And it's a great way of creating this cool sensation for the audience, this uh, like escapism, really great effect. And he uses it a lot in this film for... Um, a couple of chase scenes and some really uh, great violent scenes. And this film, Chunking Express, it basically has two stories. They're not connected, but, you know, what happens is there's a lead of each story and then they bump into each other halfway through the film. Um, I like how they're not connected. Connected It's not like one of those movies where all these this ensemble cast and they all intersect from this one moment and their lives are interwoven. It's more of just like portraying like, you know, love in this city, um, you know, sadness, loneliness, uh, romance, and how it, everyone has their own little story in terms of those ideas and themes. And this story follows, uh, basically it follows four characters, um, two in each story. Um, and what happens, the main summary of this film is two, um, like, depressed, melancholy Hong Kong policemen who um, are trying to get over recent breakups they both fall in love one cop falls in love with a mysterious underground um, crime figure and the other falls in love with, with a beautiful and ethereal waitress at a late night restaurant he frequents and so I'm not going to spoil this film too much because I want you to see it um, going go, going into it without knowing too much about it but um, I can just give you quick summaries just from what you can see from trailers and the summary of that film is the first story is about um, a cop who is get, trying to get over this breakup. It's actually pretty, very funny. He's so, like, pathetic and, and just, like, being, like, a, very immature about the breakup and so depressed. And he he um, is waiting for this his ex to call him, waiting for a voicemail message that never comes. And uh, he bumps into this woman, very mysterious woman with a blonde wig, and she's very dangerous and wild and unpredictable and she ends up being she's like a, a, a drug dealer in the underground um, drug world and some crazy stuff happens with her and it's a really terrific sequences of sequence of events how they get connected and um, the time they spend together and then it's so colorful so well shot so interesting and just like you can't take your eyes off either of them and it's also also very funny and that lasts for about, it's about 30, 40 minutes. It's, it's the shorter of the two stories. And the second story is just really the meat of the film. And this story is about another cop who frequents this like late night snack bar, which is like a, like a window shop where you can buy like either sandwiches or snacks or, or sodas and stuff. And he goes there almost every day and he gets the same thing. And he's also trying to get over a breakup with the stewardess that broke up with him. And he's just very depressed. And uh, there's a, a new employee at the the snack shop named Faye, this young woman. And she's 
she's basically like the the counter worker. She like takes orders and prepares meals and stuff and cleans up around the shop. And the the relationship between her and her boss is super cute. It's like a father daughter relationship sometimes. And then Faye is instantly like has a giant crush on the cop. Like every time he comes by to the shop, she's very shy. She doesn't like try to socialize with him. She just like she'll take his ordering stuff, but like. She's always watching him when he's, like, arriving or waiting for his food. And she's always just, like, staring at him and observing what he's doing. And this obsession, it's, not, it's like a cute little obsession, but she's so shy. She doesn't want to say anything to him. And um, it, it's it's a really, really funny story. And eventually it gets to the point where she gets his keys. I won't explain how, but she gets his apartment keys. And then uh, she begins visiting his apartment while he's at work. <laughs> and begins like cleaning his apartment, arrange, rearranging it, buying him new decorations. Uh, it's and it's a way of him. She she wants to help him get over um, the, the depression he's sunk into from his breakup, and so she slowly, day by day, is trying to improve his life and his environment. And it shows like she really cares about this man, but she's like kind of like too terrified or shy to ever um, broach the idea of like beginning a relationship with him. And it, it's not until later in the film that he realizes what she's up to. And it's just, a, it becomes a really great dynamic between the two of them. And they end up, you know, become, it's a very sweet romance. It's a great love story that is portrayed in a completely new way. You've never seen love portrayed like this. It's so unique. It's such a great, well-written story. Um, unpredictable, like I said earlier. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how things are going to play out. And he... Wong Kar Wai sets up like cliches you think are going to happen, but then the cliches just get turned on their heads and you're always guessing and keeps you on the edge of your seat. And this movie is just so sweet. It's so much fun. The performers are great. Bridget Lin uh, plays the the blonde drug dealer. Takeshi Kaneshiro plays uh, the first cop. Tony Leung plays the second cop. And Fei Wong plays Fei. And Fei Wong is really the standout of this film. She's so charming so funny, so cute, so like uh, innocent, and naive, and just so so charismatic. And whenever she's on screen, like she just lights up the the entire film and makes you smile. And like you're like, it's one of my, it's honestly one of my favorite characters. She's just endlessly entertaining and sweet and endearing. And this film, I think it's so special. And there's never been a movie made like it about love and. I, I highly recommend this film. I, I mean, it's it's available on the Criterion channel for free for their service. I it's like fifteen dollars a month for Criterion. But if you want to watch it, you have to rent it on Amazon. I think it's like four bucks, so it's not too bad. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite movies, and uh, it, it's definitely well known in in the film world. But for mainstream audiences, they haven't even heard of Wong Kar Wai, and he's really one of the best directors of all time. Uh, Chunking Express is one of his greatest films, and I could not recommend it enough. I give Chunking Express a 10 out of 10 rating. It should absolutely be on your watch list. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We have some great episodes coming up later this week. Uh, tomorrow, we have a review of The Sixth Sense, so get excited for that one. Take care. <laughs>